This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Yes, we're back with another episode of the Halftime Show, this time with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif, as I've been filling in for Amar Adouri, who is recovering quite well uh, with uh, the shoulder surgery that he had to undergo. And uh, we wish him uh, all the very best. So now you can be with me and we're looking at the entertainment aspects of the uh, the UEFA Euro 2020. Now, this has been an exciting encounter. Yesterday was the big crunch game to an extent it was the India Pakistan of the world of football it was the France versus Germany encounter I'm sure all of you caught it we had a bit of an interesting start to that tournament so to that encounter in fact so we'll talk to you about that incident we'll also talk to you about how Cristiano Ronaldo uh, orchestrated this blitz last night that we saw against Hungary and we'll also be touching upon uh, the United Arab Emirates uh, fantastic performance in the qualifiers for the World Cup. We're an inch closer, but now things get a bit tricky. So we'll talk to you about that. We'll break it down for you as well as uh, the, the, the topic of Pakistan Super League. We'll touch upon the world of cricket and what's been happening over there. And we'll conclude the show with some positive vibes as well. So all of you guys, stay tuned to Pulse95. Halftime show is looking at all the recap and all the aspects that you need to know uh, about the world of football and when it comes to the cricketing field here in the United Arab Emirates as well. Let us know on the text lines 4215 about your thoughts on the game yesterday. A couple of things uh, happened, uh, uh, especially when it came down to uh, the, the, the mess in the... Um, extra time after after the full time whistle was blown and then the little bit of a break by the french side and uh, and how uh, it could have been 2 2-0 but where VR technology played its role to make the game even more interesting because at the 82nd minute it could have been all over uh, for Germany but uh, we still had a great clash so guys stay tuned to Plus 95 France versus Germany is going to be up next this is Pulse 95 oh he loves this is the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Yes, it is the Euro 2020. These are the vibes that we're looking forward to. What an encounter we witnessed yesterday, France versus Germany. It was crazy. It was dying. Uh, the game had died by around 82 minutes when it was a goal given uh, to France and uh, it would turn out that it was an offside. But the only tragic part is there was an own goal to decide uh, such an important clash and a uh, bit disappointing for Germany. They did try their best, but you've got to take your chances, to be honest. There were plenty of chances towards the end that they could have equalized and, and added some more spice to the game. Uh, but before we talk to you about all things uh, France versus Germany, let's talk about a little bit uh, about the off-field entertainment that most of us got to see. We saw a parachute landing at the Allianz Arena, so we'll give you a bit more information about that. We saw uh, Cristiano Ronaldo removing some uh, soft drink bottles uh, of Coca-Cola, saying, no, I can't be having that in my press conference. And he had to remove that, so that was quite a a comical exchange during the press conference uh, following that 3-0 encounter uh, against uh, Hungary. Now, 
First up, what I do want to talk about is um, a, a statement that's come out from Peter Schmeichel. Uh, it's about uh, the collapse of Christian Eriksen and the game against uh, uh, against Finland, where Denmark sadly had to lose 1-0. Now, when Christian Eriksen had collapsed, it was due to a cardiac arrest and there was a CPR that was performed uh, on him before he was taken to the hospital. The official stance is that Christian Eriksen had asked his players to go on the field and continue. But the reality is... And this is what Peter Schmeichel has claimed, that UEFA had threatened Denmark with a 3-0 forfeit result if they had not resumed their opening Euro 2020 fixture after that collapse. The the midfielder was taken uh, to hospital and after spending an hour uh, in there, the players had come back uh, uh, after after being in the dressing room for over an hour and back again onto the pitch. Schmeichel uh, said that his country was also warned that they would lose the match by default if they, if they had decided to choose, uh, if they had decided to go against the ruling and uh, continue uh, and not play the game. And uh, according to the statement, uh, he said, uh, Peter Schmeichel said that the son Casper uh, uh, had said to him that I actually saw an official quote from UEFA saying that they were following the advice of the player. The players insisted on playing. I know that not to be the truth and uh, so that was what's happening and they were just left with three options one was to play immediately and get the last 50 minutes played um, so luckily they were able to continue with the game and uh, and, and I'm sure as, as sportsmen and, and as a sporting team that has prepared for such a tournament you'd want to go ahead and play uh, the encounter, the, the game itself now looking at what's happening in in Germany um, they, they, the Greenpeace organization has come back with a statement about uh, the, uh, the activists landing in the stadium. They said uh, that they are apologizing because it was due to a technical fault that a forced emergency landing was endangered and one person was apparently injured as a result. We hope everyone is fine. Hashtag with uh, France versus Germany, F-R-A-G-E-R, that was there. Uh, Munich police has not responded to do this, to to, to the, st- the, ish- the, the incident that happened uh, on the pitch, uh, but we've heard from UEFA saying that they and, they and their partners are fully commit- committed to a sustainable Euro 2020 tournament and many initiatives have been implemented to offset carbon emissions but they were not very happy with the situation and what happened because footage was circulating on social media showing uh, the uh, parachutist colliding with cables uh, supporting an overhead camera before appearing to lose control UFA released in a statement saying this is an inconsiderate act which could have had serious consequences for a huge number of people attending, causing injuries to several people attending the game who are now in hospital. No authorities will take the necessary action. Several people were injured because of that uh, landing as well. So, And ITV had showed minor debris from the incident almost hitting uh, their, uh, the, the French coach as well. Uh, so this is... Um, Obviously, it's a massive security lapse as well. And apart from being a security lapse, it's also kind of against the COVID-19 protocols that have been in place for the players and the fans as well. Uh, But luckily, the game went on. Uh, Allianz Arena hosted that encounter. 
and uh, these off uh, the off-pitch drama does continue at all times. But uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo becoming the greatest goal scorer in the history of the finals—that's uh, something that we're uh, kind of uh, excited about to discuss later on on the program as well. And uh, but the comical thing that happened yesterday was. Um, uh, how Cristiano Ronaldo uh, removed the bottles uh, and uh, it, what they say is in fact what's come out of this statement is Cristiano Ronaldo's two Coca-Cola bottles removal during the press conference has coincided with a $4 billion fall in the share price of the drinks giant. The Portugal captain is a renowned health fanatic and made it clear what he thinks of a carbonated soft drink. The 36-year-old shifted the bottles of Coca-Cola away uh, during the press conference and, uh, and before declaring in, in Portuguese uh, agua, appearing to people to choose the water instead. Uh, that's his way of saying drink water. Um, and sh- the Coca-Cola share price dropped from $56.10 to $55.22 almost immediately after that gesture. Talk about being an influencer. Um, and uh, Coca-Cola responded to the action by saying that uh, it is, uh, as one of the sponsors of the Euro 2020, uh, they said that this is uh, going to be, that everyone is entitled to their drink preferences with different tastes and needs. And this Euro Euro spokesperson also said the players were offered water alongside Coca-Cola and zero sugar Coca-Cola on arrival at our press conferences. So quite a a hilarious uh, incident that took place yesterday. Well, as we've uh, discussed and touched upon the world of um, off-field and uh, all kind of on the pitch of pre-game incidents, let's move on to the world of sports and discuss them in greater detail. So you're listening to the Halftime Show only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what the goal! This is the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Hello and welcome back on to the Halftime Show with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif. Uh, Omar Duri is recovering well and we wish him a speedy recovery before he can take on the reins of the Halftime Show and entertain you guys and also keep you guys updated with the world of sports. But uh, for me, uh, I was really looking forward to this encounter between France versus Germany. It was a late night and I had to stay up to catch the entire game. Uh, even though I had a, an early start uh, this morning with the Morning Majlis and also staying on in the studios for a bit longer for the halftime show. Guys, text us on 4215 what you thought about the Germany versus France encounter. Now, for me, if you were to look at it in a uh, in a different perspective, firstly, for um, uh, Matters Hummels, after returning to the football field after a two-year absence, to play against favourites France and within the 20 minutes crossing into your own net to score the only goal of that encounter spare a thought for him he must be devastated imagine doing that and playing such an important encounter and it's it's not just a game for Germany yes it's just an opening game but when you talk about the the level of expectations from your fans you're playing at home Allianz Arena 
and uh, you fail to qualify into the next stage or, 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 get, or get through the first round during the 2018 World Cup, you're playing against the world champions now. There is so much expectation. Apart from the historical rivalry with France, you know, bearing all of that, you want a good game. And we did get a good game from a fan's perspective. We had a very, very intense and competitive game. We saw brilliant display, brilliant um, uh, uh, attacks as well from both sides. Uh, uh, but we, what we failed to see was the, the brilliance that the German... Uh, attack normally offers uh, the finesse, the 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 getting over the line. There were a couple of chances, especially towards the dying minutes of the game, where Germany had the chance to equalise. That handball towards the ninetieth uh, minutes, and when they had the chance to to have that free kick and score, that was a waste. You you don't do that, and and in, in, a, in a massive stage like that, you've got to convert those chances. And what it must have been very frustrating night for German fans, to an extent that my brother normally joins us uh, uh, on the airwaves as we discuss and analyze it. So for the last week, I've been just talking a lot about football and Euro, Euro uh, 2020 with him. He was just not happy. He's not in the mood to come into the studios and discuss it. This is the group of death. Every game matters in this. And this is a very, very difficult one. And uh, that own goal proved sufficient uh, for France. And uh, they've, they've been featured... The thing about France is, you know, everyone fancies them this tournament. They're such a, an amazing force. Look at the lineup they've got. The big names, Pogba, Kante, you've got Graysman. You've got the creme de la creme of the European football uh, in your national side. It's so difficult to beat such a talented squad. And it must have been a big challenge. And, uh, and the Germans must be kicking themselves in terms of what's, uh, what's going on. And um, we do know that Germany's uh, uh, manager, Joachim Lau, is going to be uh, replaced by Hansi Flick after the tournament. He started the game on the front foot to capitalise on the home advantage, but that just did not uh, go down that well for them. Um, and uh, we are going to be seeing uh, how Hummels is going to recover from this. He had his head... Uh, in his hands as he washed uh, his slice to clearance, fly past Neuer, uh, but uh, uh, but uh, but but Thomas Müller, recalled by Lau along with the defender, had a chance to equalise almost immediately as he flicked a uh, a Gosens cross in a few yards wide, and uh, the the game did not uh, uh, really uh, shift in in Germany's favour for. For quite some time so it was a very uh, sad encounter for them but so let's see what happens up next uh, they've lost the first game in a Euros tournament for the first time having won seven and drawn five of their previous 12 such matches the only side to win the Euros after losing the opening game of a tournament was Netherlands way back in 1988 do we think that Germany can do that if you think so then get involved on the text lines 4215. Uh, but for the time being, got to tell you guys, it, it was a disappointing end for them. In the group of death, they've got to do something better. Now they've got such intense rivals to look forward to. Uh, but uh, let's see what happens. But one good thing is, 
there was a lapse in the defence for the guys uh, in in white, and uh, the France had scored that second goal, but luckily. Uh, the the VAR uh, was, uh, was 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 helping them out as well, so that was very very important to see. And um, Joachim, uh, Germany's coach, says it was a really intense match and we fought until the very end. I cannot blame my team for not trying; they gave everything they had. Uh, there were spells of the match when we were able to increase the pressure on them, but we didn't cre- create any clear cut chances. Kind of did towards the end. Uh, but that's what you got to do in the world of football. You can't have a, you can't uh, lapse in these situations. You've just got to be on the ball, on the go, at all times. So that's the uh, the updates from that. Well, guys, uh, enough of me talking on this game. I'm going to take a breather. I want to hear your thoughts on the text lines four two one five. What you thought about the encounter last night, and then we will move on to uh, the Hungary uh, versus. Uh, um, uh, the Portugal versus Hungary encounter and that eight minute blitz and how intense that was. Guys, stay tuned to Pulse 95. We'll be right back after some more musical entertainment right here on the halftime show. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what the goal! This is the halftime show on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Guys, welcome back on to the Halftime Show with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif, who normally hosts the morning majlis. So I'm bringing the Halftime Majlis vibes uh, to the studios. We're going to be uh, looking at uh, the sporting games with uh, a with a macro lens, at a macro level for sure. The reason being is the significance of uh, the, the tournament. Look, uh, the, the Euro 2020... It worked out amazing for us, given the situation, COVID-19. Not one country is hosting all the games, so for the COVID-19 protocols, fans to get through, people arriving, people disappointed with their games and tickets and restrictions, we're, we're, we're past that. We've, we've been gifted this, stra- this structure of having the games in different places. So it's amazing to see uh, the game took place in Eastern Europe, in Budapest, to be precise, and we saw huge number of fans 55,000 fans at the Puskas Arena uh, comparing it to Allianz Arena this it, 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 it really dwarfs uh, the, the, the number of fans that were in Budapest so let's have a look at what happened yesterday we had the Prime Minister Viktor Orban at the arena and the passionate home supporting uh, supporters roaring on the team as Hungary frustrated Portugal for most of the game. Uh, Hungarian fans even had a goal to celebrate, but it was only temporary because it uh, caused a massive upset uh, for the team. It was disallowed and it seemed to spark Portugal into action and the reigning champions finally got the breakthrough they deserved for a very dominant performance but hungarians did really well to 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 resist and make sure that the uh, the team was able to, uh, to 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 keep the hype up for most of the game uh 
Cristiano Ronaldo seemed to be very quiet for much of the game, also became the first man to play in five European Championship finals, having made his debut back in 2004. And after the game, he said the important thing was to win. It was a difficult game against an opponent who defended very well, but we scored three goals and they're very and they uh, and the team is very grateful uh, for uh, uh, and he is very grateful to the team for helping him score the two goals. And uh, what a superstar he's been. And uh, and he is now on level with Michel Platini on nine goals ahead of Euro 2020, but overtook the French great after scoring a penalty in the 87th minute. He then added another goal in the stoppage time as he bagged his 106th international goal to become the greatest goal scorer in the history of European Championship finals after netting a brace in Portugal's 3-0 win against Hungary. Uh, last night and w- this is part of the group of death really and uh, an amazing uh, encounter and a lot of fans were looking forward to this encounter uh, so far now Euro 2020 what's coming up next is I'm really looking forward to the clash on Friday guys England versus Scotland this is a true game to watch and if you wherever you are don't forget to watch that game um, we're going to go start off tonight with uh, Finland versus Russia then we've got Turkey versus Wales later on 8pm and then Italy and Switzerland and if you wanted to catch these games in a very unique um, venue then head on to Aljada and Sharjah uh, where you can take your cars and a drive through cinema catch the games for free uh, have some wonderful um, food that is available at the Azad area the 25 food outlets offering wonderful food for you guys to catch up uh, and have it and watch the games uh, but um, England versus Scotland that's the game that you shouldn't miss that's taking place on uh, Friday 11pm starts so enough time for all of you to get it, get get geared up for that game and then Saturday at 8pm we have Germany versus Portugal whoa this is going to be a classic encounter to look forward to I'm really really looking forward to this weekend and such a great time for me to be hosting halftime show it just makes it easier so much to talk about and so much so that I need to I need to catch my breath and uh, and uh, take a bit of a breather so I'll let you guys have that as well enjoy some musical entertainment that uh, Pulse95 has to offer for you guys and we'll be back again after a bit of a break and touching upon and concluding the show with some discussions on other sports on the international circuit thank you all for tuning in this is the halftime show only on Pulse95 Pulse95 Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the halftime show on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! guys welcome back onto the halftime show and we are going to be concluding the show with discussions on some brilliant display uh we've got the pakistan super league in the world of crickets to talk about and of course kevin duran finally indisputably claiming the title of the best basketball player in the world he played all 48 minutes in the brooklyn's game five upset victory against the milwaukee bucks and he was the first player to do so in a postseason game since lebron james way back in 2018 it's a fitting uh, bit of a trivia for duran who has spent in play- practically his entire career 
chasing James for the unofficial title of the greatest basketball player on earth. Durant, uh, during his, uh, his, his speech, said that I've been second my whole life. I was the second best player in high school. I was the second pick in the draft. I've been second in the most valuable player voting three times. I came in second in the finals. I am tired of being second. I'm not going to settle for that. I'm done with it. And he, uh, he is incredible in terms of what he's been able to pull through because a lot of us when we believe ourselves and we see that we've just failed to reach the top spots or come up in the second in the podium we're always very disappointed but kevin he's 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 been amazing and he's uh has been a, a star player and a great uh, addition and a great uh, uh, asset to the sport uh, as well so we're very very pleased to see him take on that title um but do let us know in the text line 4215 how you think about uh, kevin duran taking that title as well now another th- th- topic that we want to touch upon is uh, what happened last night Karachi Kings versus Peshawar Zelmi. Now, Zelmi is a very, very strong side in the Pakistan Super League. And uh, we've seen uh, a, f- a blitzkrieg yesterday. We saw a blitzkrieg yesterday with Cristiano Ronaldo, but this was a whole new level. Karachi Kings out of form completely. Um, we know how popular they are, given the fact that there's a lot of Karachiites that live in the UAE, and a lot of you must have been disappointed. Myself as well. I hail from Karachi originally, and I've not been very pleased with that performance that we saw yesterday. And it's it's quite upsetting to see such a good team, especially the defending champions, get bowled out, or not bowled out, but 108 for nine, restricted to a very, very appalling score. And then were completely demolished by Hazratullah Zazai, who scored a 17-ball 50. Now, Zazai is no stranger to blitzkrieg batting. He last scored uh, a 12-ball 50. He was playing the domestic Afghan league in, in, in the United Arab Emirates, and he score, scored a 12-ball 50. The fastest 15 T20s, of course, Yavraj Singh, and it's very difficult to break that, break that record, to be honest. But uh, Hazratullah Zazai really, really stole the game away uh, from Karachi and it, it took them. They had nine overs to spare. They completed the game with uh, 109 for four and beating Karachi Kings by six wickets. Looking at the standings so far, Karachi Kings are now well below in uh, the, uh, the table. Extremely shocking to see the best team of the tournament, uh, or the the historically one of the best, strongest teams, Quetta Gladiators, at the bottom of the pool. Lahore Kalandos have been doing really well. They're in in three, uh, third spot, but Islamabad United uh, are at the at the top of the rankings, and it seems like they are going to be the favourites to lift the to- title this year. Uh, so it's been a very interesting Pakistan Super League uh, uh, taking place. Well, guys. Uh, for the halftime show it is uh, going to be goodbye for now because we've talked a lot about the world of sports if there's any particular topics that you want to share and have your say in the matter then do so on the text lines 4215 and hopefully Omar Adouri is going to be back again on Saturday uh, to continue with the show's programming and keep you guys motivated with what the halftime show really stands for this show uh, with myself Abdul Karim Hanif has been a little bit of a blend of Majlis so it's going to be the half 
Halftime Majlis week, let's say. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed my hosting and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow morning, bright and early for the morning Majlis, guys. 7am, so stay tuned to Pulse95 and of course follow our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast as well as Spotify and we shall be back again on Saturday with the Halftime Show, but tomorrow morning for the Morning Majlis. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.